Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the PT Legend Show. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter. Big Dave, clocking back in. Clocking back in. Here we go. And we have a very special guest today. We have Jennifer Broxterman with Prosper Nutrition Coaching. Um, just an amazing, amazing program solving one of the biggest problems that gym owners and personal trainers have when they create their own programs, their own movements. It's, it's like, hey, how do I become an excellent nutrition coach. And Jennifer has an amazing business um, and a great history that, that she has brought alongside it with it. So welcome Jennifer to the PT Legends show. Thanks for having me. It's always great to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we kind of met um, just through mutual people. It's, it's kind of crazy because you heard some awesome stuff about Dave and I and PT Legends. We yep. heard some awesome stuff about you and Prosper. Yeah. Um, and then like, it's been happening with a lot of these different companies, whether it's been push press or lasso or VAs for gyms or the sales dojo, like all of a sudden we realize we actually share clients who kick mm -hmm. ass in each of our programs. And yeah. so that's kind of we, how, how, uh, we met. And then, yeah, when you were out here for Arizona, we, we caught some dinner and yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome to hear about it. And then again, I was going to recommend like Carl to you and then I'm like, Oh, He's already your client. He has um, been, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's funny that that yeah, some of our people who have I now have found have been through your program. They they're the ones who kick ass and like go mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So I think it's you know a testament of just great coaches, right? Great coaches are always hungry for knowledge. They mm -hmm. constantly invest in themselves and their skill set. And I mean, I always think about the coach that just takes their level one and stops there. Their ter in terms of like their career prospects, how long they're going to be in the industry for, even their earning potential is a heck of a lot different than the coach that's always looking to get better from as many sources. Mm -hmm. And I think nutrition is one of those interesting areas where a lot of times people will do that, that level one cert from whether it be precision nutrition or, you know, one of the um, different academies, and then they just kind of stop. But those, you know, kick-ass coaches that really do get to that next level um, with their earnings and client retention and, you know, just satis job satisfaction are the ones who kind of go around and learn from lots of sources. And so Prosper is one way that we can really elevate the level of the nutrition coaching skill set and help them step it up and offer those high-ticket packages with a lot of confidence that they can actually deliver on it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what it is. Because like the, the people, Dave who kick ass in our stuff right away. They're the ones who are already really confident in what they're delivering as a coach, mm -hmm. yeah. right? They're the ones it's, it's that confidence and it helps you sell it so much more when you have that. So when they have the skills that you teach, it helps out so much. And you've kind of got an interesting story. I know a little bit about it, but um, you have, yeah, a really interesting story about kind of like how you got to this point, right? Yeah. And, and where do you want to start on that one? 
Oh man. I mean, it's been a, a crazy journey, but I'll try to give the quick Coles notes. I don't think Americans say Coles notes, but it's a funny oh. little short form version up here in Canada. <laughs> so I started as a registered dietitian back in 2010. And it was like the classic, everyone's scared of entrepreneurship, but me kind of situation. So all my friends, all my colleagues, all my mentors were like, you are crazy to open up your own private practice. You need to go for the safe hospital job, which to me isn't healthcare. To me, that is sick care, where Mm -hmm. you're just delivering the same 20-minute diet education to someone that's just had a heart attack. And you're not changing anyone's life. You're not changing the systemic causes of why people got to that place. And for me, I just knew I needed to be upstream in the healthcare field. And so the only way I felt like I could do that was to kind of build it myself and create my own clinic where I could do, you know, wellness coaching, weight loss coaching. Um, I do a lot with disordered eating, like eating disorder recovery. And I also do high performance athletic coaching as well. So I worked with NHL hockey players, Team Canada athletes, Olympic athletes. Um, Again, just using nutrition as that tool to elevate you to the next level. And then I accidentally, if that is even a thing, became a university professor. So I was doing my master's at the time while starting my own private practice. And one of the instructors had a really emergency complicated pregnancy scenario come up and they called me on a Sunday afternoon and they're like, her class is Monday morning. Can you take over and start teaching at 8.30 tomorrow morning? And that's going to be your course for the year. And, you know, sometimes people miss opportunity because it's in overalls disguised as hard work. But I was like, this is an amazing opportunity to get my, my foot in the door. And I was still going through my master's. I wasn't actually like legally or technically qualified to, you know, be in that professor position. But I was like, I'm going to take this chance if they're offering it to me and I'm just yeah. going to figure it out as I go. And so I taught foods and nutrition at the university level for about eight or nine years. Um, I was so proud to win, you know, the excellence in teaching award. And one of the things that I guess being a university prof really taught me was the phrase beginners complicate experts simplify. And so because I was given two really cool university courses, I taught an intro foods and nutrition course for non-science majors. So anyone who did not have a science background, how do I teach them the science of nutrition? And then I also taught an advanced sports nutrition course for the students in the dietetic, like the registered dietitian stream. So I had to learn how to teach the material all the way up here, mm-hmm. but also all the way down here. And it got That's me so really- valuable in the educational yes. space because yeah. there's a lot of like fluffery there where it's just yes. trying to be, you know, and it loses a realism. Um, Our educational system has a lot of that where it's just like appealing to other people that are in the academics and not a lot of the world application that stuff drives me nuts. Well, and the main thing I did, and I think this is part of why like my class was always like, like sold out. If you were thinking of it that way from a university standpoint is I always did a lot of case studies of like, this is what I see in the real world at my private practice. Here's some athlete Mm -hmm. case studies. Let's talk through the coaching plan. What would you do? in a risk-free scenario. So we can just talk about it as a class, brainstorm in small groups. We'll learn about the different energy systems. How would you nourish and feed this athlete if you were their sports dietitian, if you were their nutrition coach? And we did so much fun role play, case study, gamification, where I let students have a practice go and also kind of like pulled back the curtain of private practice. And is like, 
this is what you're going to see in the real world. So you need to know this material, not to regurgitate it for me on an exam, but so you can go change someone's life and help them and and make a living Mm -hmm. doing it. And so it, it taught me how to storytell the science in a sticky, really memorable way. And then what it became eventually is the Prosper Nutrition Coaching Course, because I knew I could help a small number of students who signed up for my individual classes, but I was really almost like knowledge hoarding up in my head. And I knew that this could serve Mm -hmm. fitness professionals, the wellness industry, the gym industry. And one of the things you'll hear me say a lot is I don't ever take a victim mindset. And if there is a problem, I want to be a part of the solution. I don't want to complain and just, you know, bitch and moan like so many people do. And so on my private practice side, because I do disordered eating recovery, I was getting a regular group of clients who would get horrible diet advice from their personal trainers. They were put on 800 to 1200 calorie plans. They were told carbs are bad and they weren't allowed to have any carbs at all without consideration for their goals, their sport, you know, females, Mm -hmm. menstrual health, all of these other things. And I kept seeing the damage that, again, I don't really hate on these coaches. I think they meant well. They, they mean wanted well. To, They're just misinformed. They well. what, what, yeah. around what year was that? Was that around what that years? That was probably about three years ago, give or take, yeah. that I was like, you know what? I want to start to, to build a program and, and do something about this. And so I was like, yeah, when you know better, you do better. Likewise, mm-hmm. back in the day, I used to do a very macro calorie counting food plan guide because I was like, I think that's what nutrition coaches are supposed to do. And bless one of my mentor's hearts, I signed up for this motivational interviewing course. And for maybe our audience that has not heard of the term motivational interviewing before, it's a style of counseling where you let the client be the expert in their own life. And you ask, thoughtful questions and you give them sort of options and you explore with them, where are their strengths? Where are their obstacles? What are their hopes? What are their fears? And instead of just kind of like didactically saying, I'm the expert followed my advice. We really open up the space to have a conversation around what are you ready, willing, able, and motivated to work on and change. And then as a, as a coach, I'm going to guide you and give some suggestions and options within those areas that you are highly motivated and excited to work on. And there's many right ways, you know, to health and many right ways to living a healthy lifestyle. And so this course that I created kind of came about um, from another organization that asked me to sort of go, can you sort of show us the, your, your trade secrets for, if you will. So I had been operating inside my husband's CrossFit gym. And I guess I didn't realize I was a bit of an anomaly, but I was having six figure years, year after year after year, doing this part time while I was also a university prof. And I always had a wait list. Like I just never advert. I've never bought a Facebook ad before. I've never paid for an ad on Instagram. I've Massive never bought anomaly. Google ads. Like it was just word of mouth referrals. And I was booking three, four months out. And then I would mm-hmm. bring on a new team member and I would teach them like, this is what I'm doing with my clients to make them so happy to stick around and tell all their friends. And then I taught another person on my team and another person on my team. And I was like, wait, if I just videotape myself and systemize this and give away all the resources that we're using to get these great client results, maybe this is something I can share with other people in the health and fitness space so they can make more money. But it's not so much about the money. It's so that they can have a better and and more impactful 
um, change on their clients' lives. And so this Prosper Nutrition certification kind of was born out of that. Yeah. And it's so much in alignment with our beliefs, Mm -hmm. with with Dave and I and what we do at our gyms and what we have taught at PT Legends, where it's about this coaching. There's a lot of different things and ways that can work. And it depends on who that is and simplifying it, simplifying and being a coach and not just handing out a macro plan. And that's the cool thing because we have rudimentary stuff on that, right? Mm -hmm. You are the expert and you teach this in and out and through and deliver the confidence. So it's an amazing compliment to what we do, but it's perfectly aligned, like perfectly to the point where we literally both have this shocked the living hell out of me. We both (laughs) have an iceberg of success. We do. And we both called it literally the iceberg of success right? With two levels of achievement on top, achievement and transformation, like it's external and internal. And then on the bottom, it's got mindset and habits and environment. I think the only difference is the Mm -hmm. fact that we switched environment and in habits. Like it was freaky. I can't even believe that. And so that's why I'm like, whoa, this (laughs) truly is like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Match made in heaven for sure. Yeah. It's, have you, I don't even know if you've seen hers, Dave, yet, but it is shocking. Well, <laughs> I think it's so yeah. funny about even just that iceberg of success and PT legends and prosper nutrition, you know, coaching is I kind of found the nutrition coaches, when we handed them over to PT legends, it's like you guys strapped a rocket on their back and you shot them to the moon. So I was able to kind of program the nutrition coaching skills, the motivational interviewing, the how to have Mm -hmm. the conversations about food and healthy eating with clients. And then you guys kind of finished it off with that jet fuel. And you're like, here's how you can go do that at a high ticket rate. And again, like command a high price and have the confidence to sell that and get that transformational Mm -hmm. result. But if a coach doesn't know, I mean, I think most fitness coaches know what they're doing on the fitness side. And there's many awesome coaches that have a good sense of what to do on the nutrition, but this just closed out some of the gaps. And again, for so many of my like newer, greener nutrition coaches that are like, we actually just shared a mutual client that is brand new to the CrossFit space. And I could tell that they were going to be struggling around with their business practices. And I was like, you just need to go talk to these guys. And they're going to take take awesome care of you. That you did that because the model he was going to run with with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not sure if you realize this and no other mentor spelled this out for you, but let's do this math together. Right. He's on a square footage and a size and his prices and this and that. And I'm like, you launched this, you're dead in the water from day one. Right. You can yeah. never make this work. Mathematically, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nobody's ever done this math with me. And right. I'm like, well, they should have, you know, yeah. and I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, the people who have been through and, and are confident in nutrition coaching, those mm-hmm. are our best clients. Those are the ones who just whoosh, go so fast because they already have so much certainty in what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas with the other ones who have not done any of this one, we have to coach them up and instill belief and we have to have them almost like fake it till you make it. But if they've gone through something like this with you, mm-hmm. There's no questions. They're just like, oh yeah, I'm, I know how to do everything on there. I just need to figure out how do I position this into a better offer, command a premium rate. So I make more on it. 
And so that they're more invested in their success and results. And it's a compliance, yeah. price is a compliance tool, not just a tool to get your dream life. It's actually a way to have more impact. Well, and you know, that keyword, I think I've heard you use a few times that is like so critical to our program is the word confidence. And so for me, when I think about being a mentor in the nutrition space and helping to instill confidence in, in my clients, it's not just the like the knowledge part of like, what do they factually know about nutrition? It's the confidence in the working with the client part. And so we actually redesigned the Prosper program around how do we really give the coaches the confidence in the right way? So we do really tailored mentoring calls where we practice that initial nutrition assessment of how do we work with that healthy handbook? What do you say? What motivational mm -hmm. interviewing questions elicit the greatest, most vulnerable responses you're going to get? We actually mm, even have good. something I think that's like super cool that I haven't heard of anywhere else in the nutrition coaching space where we do a shadow program. So in terms of like they get to come in virtually in real time and sit in like a fly on the wall and watch myself, who's been a you know, dietitian and nutrition coach for 12 years, do one-on-one -on -one coaching with a real nutrition client. Then they get to go watch Lindsay Van Schoik, my co-founder, and she does women's health, hormone, high ticket, you know, female mm -hmm. coaching. They get to watch her do that version of nutrition coaching and her sales calls and all of that. Mm -hmm. We show them what we do after an appointment's over, the emails that we send, what we type up and send to clients. What do I do to then go prepare for mm -hmm. the next client? What do I do to document the appointment? How do I track goals? So it really is the whole lift the hood of the car and not just, hey, learn about carbs and proteins and fats and vitamins and minerals and energy systems and motivational interviewing, but like come immerse yourself in this learning and get to watch two people who are really, really high skilled at this so that you can kind of be like, oh yeah, I would say it like that too. Or, oh, that's an interesting way that she presented that. And there's so much um, yes, that's value worth, in learning that way. That's worth its weight in gold. And mm -hmm. if you're listening, don't take that lightly. That's everything. That is why even what we do at PT Life, that's why we help. That's why our success rate is so dang high. Right. Because you're coming in, you're getting the reps, you're getting the real time exposure. Right. And you need that. You can't just sit there and learn theory. Yeah. Like, okay, that's interesting. That's good. You don't absorb it. You don't internalize it. You don't have that conviction and belief. And again, when you hear other people do it and surrounded by other people, like when you hear Lake and do her pitch or when you're, yeah, they hop on with you they see you, how you phrase something or how you ask that question, you're like, Ooh, I'm stealing that. That's right. beautiful. Like you made that connection. That person got it. Like you steal yeah. that little bit and make it your own. That, that real world stuff, that's what's missing in a lot of traditional education. Absolutely. And it just, it doesn't work without that. And so that's yeah. awesome. That's invaluable to be on a call with you with a real client. Oh, that's, mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's really important. I yeah. think there's a, there's a big reason why anyone that go, that works with Jen, I think you're underselling yourself. It's not confidence. It's conviction that you build. Mm. And I always say all the time, like confidence, you can sell a thousand dollar programs with conviction. You can sell three to $4,000 programs. So now this is like my light bulb moment. At the end of the day, the workout's overrated. Selling a high ticket fitness program at a brick and mortar location, it's still all about the nutrition. So when you have that conviction of, hey, I can teach you X, Y, and Z, change your relationship with food. And yeah. you're going to look, it just, it makes so much more sense because they're not selling it with just, oh, I can count up some macronutrients. 
You can sell thousand dollar programs, but three to four thousand dollar programs, that's that conviction. So there's a huge difference between confidence Mm -hmm. and conviction. You're anyone that goes through your program, they're coming into our program with conviction already. And that's why it's such an easy learning curve. Now we know that. At first we didn't know that because we didn't we we (laughs) hadn't mentioned known about it. And then yeah, Yeah. we look at the people that we know now have been through your program. Like, oh, that makes sense. And it's, it's, I just can't, I can't believe no, none of them had pointed out the icebergs too. Oh, I know. Right. So funny. I just can't even believe it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's really amazing that, that you do that. And it's just needed. It is absolutely needed because a lot of that confidence, that conviction are what a lot of people don't have. Mm -hmm. And even though they know like how to do it themselves, like people run mm-hmm. into that. They know exactly what to do for themselves and they can do it and bam. And maybe they even help out another trainer or their whoever. But then like if they're told to do nutrition coaching mm-hmm. to somebody coming in, they're like, oh, I, I don't know what to do. It's like, yeah. what do you mean you don't know what to do? You, you, you know what to do, you know, but they don't. They need to be taught these skills. Absolutely. Well, we, we really go through the mental flexibility of like what truly is client-centered coaching. And so mm-hmm. what I say that, I want to actually debunk like the opposite, which is coach-centered coaching. And coach-centered coaching is like, well, this is what I like. This is what I do. This is what I've tried. This is what works for me. And, or like, it's all about storytelling the coach's journey. And you can bond over that. Absolutely. Like that is okay to share, but then it's about flipping it and going, but let me really get to know you as a person. Like, who are you living with? Do you like to cook favorite foods, not favorite foods, stressors, when you emotionally, what are the connections? Um, we use three words quite a lot through our Prosper program, which is, can we be curious? Can we be kind? Can we be honest? And so with that lens, we do a lot of stripping away judgment or shame because the worst thing you can do as a nutrition coach is to start to metaphorically pull out that finger and start to wag it at your mm-hmm. client. Because when someone feels like they are being judged or they're disappointing their coach, they will start to hide from the coach and they'll fizzle out very quickly. They will skip check-ins. They won't respond mm-hmm. to texts. They won't, you know, respond to, you know, checking in emails because whether they realize it or not, there's a big element of shame and judgment that is a barrier to their own success. But if a coach can create this really curious, welcoming, inquisitive environment where it's a safe space to, you know, talk about food, But I also say like, it's about the food, but it's not about the food. So not only are we going to work on the, what are you eating, but we're also going to work around the, where you're eating, the, why you're eating, the, how you're eating. So we can bring your relationship with food to a place that's like 80, 85% of the time doing really well. You have that 15%, 20% wiggle room for it to be real life, you know, joyful, fun food experiences, but also we want to use food as a vehicle to help you have tons of energy. And I often will use like a lot of mindset coaching, like the, Oh, I deserve it. I deserve a treat because it's Friday because I worked hard. And it's like, well, no, you deserve to get rewarded for all this hard work. You've come to the gym, you've eaten your veggies, you've drank your glasses of water. How do we find ways to find out what you really deserve? Is it that you deserve a break, an early bedtime, a weekend away from your laptop? connection with your family or friends. So we look at, yes, the food, but we go so much more outside the food. And I think when the coaches have 
the courage, the conviction, the confidence that they know how to navigate those conversations as opposed to just like, here's chicken and broccoli and brown rice. And like, that's a balanced plate. It's so much more. And that's what we really dive into in the coaching side of the Prosper Nutrition Certification. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I remember over dinner, I I don't know, I think you had left by then, Dave, but um, you gave an awesome analogy on, on people feeling shame when they go off the rails and you had an awesome analogy with like brushing your teeth, right? Oh yeah. You want me to share it here? Can you share it? I know Dave, you've got to go with another appointment. Can, if you have a couple, you have a, if you have a minute or two, otherwise you have to watch this after. Yeah. I, okay. no, I want I want, I love analogies, especially toothbrush. Okay. Analogy, I will so. Try and knock this one out in two minutes. It's one of my most favorite sticky things that clients tell me 10 years later, they still remember from a conversation. So I'm going to actually ask both of you guys this question. Did you brush your teeth last night? Like I did. I know you probably did. Oh yeah. Now, if you were to go back 365 days, has there been a night or two where you were just really tired, you got into bed and you didn't brush your teeth? Like I'm going to out myself. I've missed brushing my teeth. If tonight you didn't brush your teeth, how would you handle that tomorrow? Walk me through your, your thought process. I would just brush my teeth first thing in the morning. Me too. I, I just got up and brushed my teeth. You know, you wouldn't hate yourself all day long and be like, Oh, I'm such a screw up. Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't call your dentist in a panic and go, you must get me in for an emergency cleaning. You wouldn't immediately go to Instagram or Facebook or the internet and start researching maybe different brands of toothpaste. Cause maybe it's your brand of toothpaste that's gotten mm-hmm. you all off track. Instead, you would just get up, get right back on track. You wouldn't beat yourself up. There's no you know, inner bully attacking you. But the other thing I want to point out is the invisible rails that environment plays in shaping our behavior and our habits. I think of them like pounding down, you know, stakes into a train track, where if I lay down the train track rails, it's going to guide me either to better health or the train's going to go totally off track if I don't mindfully build that, those train tracks. So think about your bathrooms for a second. If I was a toothbrush robber, which is kind of weird, I bet I could steal each of your toothbrushes in under 10 seconds. I would beeline for the master bath and I'd look right beside your sink and I bet your toothbrush and toothpaste is right there. Or if it's not on the counter, it's probably in a medicine cabinet. It's not in the back of your freezer. It's not in a box in your attic. It's not hidden in the glove box of your vehicle. Your bathroom makes the healthy choice the easy choice. So if you had to search for a toothbrush every night, if you had to make homemade toothpaste from scratch every day, you wouldn't be as consistent. So yes, it does come down to setting the intention to brush your teeth. But more importantly, if you build a supportive environment around you and we break the skill down into just something that's simple and easy, and if you get a little bit off track, no big deal. You just go right back to it. To me, that's how our relationship with healthy eating needs to look in the long run. And if I teach clients that mindset right in their first appointment, it sets them up for how to problem solve with resiliency when they inevitably will get off track because no nutrition client is going to be perfect. I can promise you that if you're in the field of health and wellness coaching. So we have to prepare our clients for how am I going to respond in that situation instead of the screw it, I blew it, I'll start again Monday. You know, that would be such a weird response to missing to brush your teeth. Such a good analogy. I love that analogy. <laughs> so I know you like that, Dave. Yeah, so good. It's just with something with food because it is so just, um, there's, there's so much crap out there on Instagram and Facebook. Like it really right. does set, it sets the majority of people up for failure. So bringing something like that, it's just, man, it makes sense on, on so many levels. So that was beautiful. Yeah. 
We have that recorded. I'm going to bring that into our pitch at PTL. Well, there you like, go. That's how we're going to close some, some $3,000 uh, transformational programs with the tooth. I love it. It's good yeah. stuff. It's really good. All right, Dave, we'll let you go as we finish up. Cause I know you got to hit your appointment. You got it. It was great. Bye, guys. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. So I, I, I absolutely love that analogy. It's so good. Thanks. And, and it's so true. Cause like we just, we do, we beat ourselves up on it and this and that. And it's yep. just, no, you just, it's just wasted energy. Yeah, absolutely. Just get right back to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and these, are the, honest. these are the things that like you, this is why the, this is why all these little things make you such an amazing coach. And all these little things are just things you can't, you're not going to get from a book. And that's why, yeah, that's why the people who succeed the most are the people who constantly invest in these things and learn from people who are in the best of their fields. Yeah. And, and it shows those are the people, these are the people who have the best businesses mm-hmm. and it kills me when people don't want to do it. Yeah. Or it kills me when they just do like one and they think that's the end all be all. Right. right. And it's just like, no, it's, you need to keep learning. You need to keep leveling up. I do it. Dave does. We all do it. You do it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're never done and you'll just keep getting better and better. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the mark of any good coach is not only are they hungry for knowledge for themselves every day when I learn something new or when I sign up for yet another certification, it's not about the piece of paper on the wall. In fact, like none of my certs hang on my wall. It's because I so genuinely want to do a good job for yeah. the clients that I serve, for the coaches that I mentor. You know, if I can keep getting better and refining my skills, you know, we're all just this community of like growth-minded um, individuals, and it's just magic when you get to work with other people operating on that same kind of uh, educational philosophy of self-investment is like one of the best investments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I watched something with, I think it was like Alex Mosey uh, or however you say his last name, but the way he kind of presented it, he's like, as an investment, no one will ever be able to take that investment away from you. No recession can take that investment in yourself away from you. No economy crash, no government, no taxation, no divorce. When you invest in yourself and your skill set and your learning and you get better and better and better and you learn from the best in their respective fields, you just continue to rise. And it's like an investment that will never depreciate. It only goes up. And I was like, that is so true. So and the true. best people I've worked with have share that mindset. It, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And it's also kind of sad because it's the average American, well, or Canadian probably, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're done after college. Right. Right. And God, it frustrates me with like, I don't know if it's just my parents or like my parents' generation. I don't know. But it's like, I feel like they literally stopped learning at like 23. They're like, I know all there is I need to know. I'm never going to learn anything or work on myself ever again. Cause I, yeah. I've seen things. I know everything. And <laughs> it just kills me though. Cause there's yeah. so like college for me. I mean, I had a business degree. I, I got like straight A's in high school. Great student. Mm-hmm. Got to college. I just partied my butt off. My fault. <laughs> I own that. I wish yeah. I would have gotten more out of it. But at the end of the day, like a lot of college doesn't prepare you for the real world. And it right. sounds like as a professor, you are like, I'm going to change that. Yep. You know, and I don't like to complain. I want to be part of the solution. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's good that that like education is changing now. Mm-hmm. And I think people are more open to hiring coaches, taking courses that aren't mm-hmm. college accredited necessarily and things like that. 
Um, because that's where a lot of it is. And, yeah. but I feel like, you know, once people have that piece of paper, that degree, they're like, I'm good. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're learning your lifetime of learning has just begun. It has just begun. And I went through a period of years where I did not do that. Like in my twenties mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. And guess what? I, I didn't grow worth anything. You probably plateaued completely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was dissatisfied. Yeah. yeah. Um, but once I started making those investments and continuing on, it's, yeah, it's, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. You're more knowledgeable, more experienced and better at everything forever. Yeah. It's just an investment that the only option is the ROI is you go up as a person. Mm-hmm. Like I like to bet on things that can't go down. And when you bet on yourself and you invest in yourself, really the only outcome you're going to get is up if you put in the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's phenomenal. And guys, you know, if, if you're already legends listening to this, you know, what the Jennifer's program and what she has, like it fits hand in glove with what we do. Mm -hmm. And if you are not already a legend um, and you need to learn these skill sets, like go to prosper nutrition. Or it's, go to these guys or work with both. Yeah, we, we're, just, we're, we're hand in glove with this stuff. Yeah. I'm incredibly shocked to see how <laughs> our messaging, what we believe in and how we approach things like just matches completely. It's, it was kind mm-hmm. of absurd. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like Jennifer, where, where can people go to learn more, to ask you some questions, whatever it is, where, where can people connect with you? Yeah. I mean, reach out by email anytime and I'm going to be on the other side of it. So it's info, I-N-F-O at Prosper NC, uh, like N is in Nancy, C is in cat.com. And then our website is the same, www.prospernc.com. So those are the two best places to get a hold of us. Awesome. You know, what's funny is I literally just had a conversation with somebody and they're like, where do you send people when, when uh, you do podcasts and stuff like that? I'm like, Oh, I just, you just give my email or whatever. And yeah. they like laughed at me, you know, cause we're, I guess we're old school now. Cause what do I am do? like DM me on Instagram. Like Instagram I guess you give your Instagram handle. I'm like, Oh, oh I, I haven't okay. really figured out how to use that yet. I'm, yeah, I'm we're prosper underscore NZ on Instagram. I guess um, I'm showing my age a little bit. I'm in my I, late hey, 30s. We're, we're, we're old school at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think uh, we might even be born in the same year, to be honest, Scott. That's I'm what's kind of funny. Two. Oh, okay. I'm 84. Oh man. Dang. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause we didn't, we didn't necessarily grow up with all of it. So while we can use it, it's just not our preferred, yeah. our preferred method typically. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. So Hey, if, if you like, I encourage you go there, check it out, watch some of her videos. She has amazing stuff out there. Um, and then shoot her an email because that's still a thing nowadays. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the, to the PT legend show. Jen, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, absolutely. We'll have to do it again. And yeah, for those of you listening, if you got valuable information out of this, uh, like comment, share, um, with the show and make sure to keep tuning in and we'll, we, we will see you next week on the PT legend show. Thanks guys. Bye. Dave and myself, Scott would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT legends podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. 
Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Oh,